Welcome to the diving pod. This is Ryan Fagan, Indiana diver, three-time All-American, and I'm happy to be here with you guys today. <laughs> awesome. Nice to have you. And I'm Heath Calhoun. Yes, and I'm Aaron Rooney. And you all know this podcast is brought to you by Sideline Scout. Make sure you use our links, whether it is our Instagram bio or our website. Get over to sidelinescout.com. Hook yourself up with the best in the business in terms of video replay with their poolside live package. Uh, one of my favorites is uh, the clipping feature. I've said it before, but um, you can use a little QR code that's created by Sideline Scout. You clip a video. It's either the last 30 seconds, 15 seconds, whatever you set that at. And then it just literally does that. It clips the most recent 15 seconds. So you can get those fun dives that you've been working on in practice. Um, I actually have posted a couple of these on our YouTube channel, just doing a little video review uh, and analysis. So yeah, that you can see right on the YouTube channel there, the video clarity is incredible. And, um, you know, we're super thankful for everything Sideline Scout does for us. Uh, the other thing I want to mention is Diving 101. That is episode number two of the Diving Pod. If you're new to the sport or want a refresher of how the numbers and letters work, we've been told it's very beneficial for parents and just newcomers to the sport. And then our newest sponsor, Crossbar, um, they were cool enough to hook us up with the website. Um, so you can go on that website, see some articles that have been coming out by some people that were nice enough to write some, some with some data behind them, some with just personal experience. Um, we might have some ex exciting stuff coming for you in the future on there as well that Aaron and I are working on, hopefully being able to announce soon. Um, but get on over to Crossbar, check them out. They're great for club teams, like without a doubt. Honestly, for us, might not be perfect for a podcast like we don't have a forum or things like that but for a club team for parents to be able to sign up opt into insurance or out of insurance to pay their monthly memberships any of that absolutely great best customer service that we've dealt with up to this point behind sideline scout because we have got to talk to like the ceo and the owners of sideline scout um, but they're awesome so um, we're gonna jump right in here uh ryan so just kind of hit us with a uh, book recommendation, TV show recommendation, and a movie recommendation. Okay. Um, book first. I'm going to go. I'm, I'm just about done reading Atomic Habits mm -hmm. by James Clear. Really enjoying that and trying to weave that into um, my everyday life. Of course, with New Year's, we're like, all right, what can we do different here? So um, that's my book right now. Movie recommendation. I just spent a little bit extra money and rented Napoleon. Um, nice. I I enjoyed that a lot. It was really cool. Just the history. Um, TV show. Ooh, shaking out a little bit on that one. Let's say. Nope. Hmm, I think there's like a 1823, like a Western one. I was flipping around, so I go with that. Yeah, I've been really interested in seeing that Napoleon movie. Was it? all it's cracked up to be yeah I, I don't know what the ratings were like exactly but i enjoyed it and um just it just kind of blew my mind about the human spirit and what people went through at that time mm. just marching through the winter and it, it was just it was unbelievable to me yeah for sure we'll, we'll keep going on the rapid fire here let's hear your favorite food favorite music and then a fun fact that some may not know Favorite food, I'm going to go steak or pizza. Mm. And my wife just made an unbelievable steak tonight. So that is top of mind right now. Nice. 
So we're going what what was the other food? Uh music and then a fun fact. Music. I'm gonna go with um probably red hot chili peppers. Nice. That is my driving tune, especially when I do a lot of driving from IU back and forth. If I have that on, um I gotta watch the speedometer there. <laughs> <laughs> and and then and, a fun fact. Fun fact. Um I went hunting for the first time with my son, trying, just looking to do some new stuff. And I did some pheasant hunting. Nice. He knocked down two birds and uh, I'll say I chaperoned the, uh, the <laughs> event. So, so ha have you ever been hunting yourself before? Or was this a first time for you and him? No, it was a first time for both of us. Oh, for wow. You. So did yeah. you go to like a game farm or just out in the wild? We it was um a Pennsylvania like youth hunting day kind of experience thing, and my boys have been wanting to go out more and more. They're pulling me into it, so I'm like, sweet, let's give it a try. So did you? Were you running dogs? Yeah, we had um, we had two dogs pointing, and and that made it awesome. We hopped on a quad, went up onto this big like grassy hill. Um, it was great. It was a lot of fun. What kind of dogs were they? German short hair pointers. Yeah, short hair pointers. So it sounds like you have, have some hunting experience. I do. Well, yeah, I <laughs> I have a German short hair pointer. That is my dog Bucky. He's he's got more energy than anybody could imagine. But you know, you get him in the right environment, and those dogs are incredible to watch work. Yeah, they were great. All right, so Ryan, a lot of our listeners like to hear everybody's stories. So just kind of take us through your diving journey, how you got into the sport. And then walk us through the recruiting process. Choosing a school like IU just to get recruited by them alone is pretty incredible and just speaks to what type of diver you had to have been. But just walk us through what made you choose IU? What other schools did you look at? Things like that. Sure. And um, I think just getting started early on, I was maybe 10, 11 years old, and I was at our, at our local swim club. My parents, I believe, were afraid I was going to kill myself or hit my head on the side of the pool. They're like, Ryan will not stop jumping off the side or the diving board. Let's get him in some lessons. So I had played the you know typical community sports, some soccer, baseball. And then as I was doing more diving, I just wanted to stop the other sports and focus on diving more. Um, just out of sheer joy and fun. I, I was just really enjoying it. Um, it seemed like it was a lot better than being out in a dusty baseball field for me. So I just put, started to put a little bit more time and effort. And I think uh, similar to you, I got to pit aquatic club with the, with the Krug family who is like, you know, diving Mount Rushmore. I Facts. feel like especially here in, in the East Coast, I mean, greatest people around. So I was lucky to have Julian and Krug, Julian Krug and um, and Doe coach me, and and just kind of went from there. Just did you know Junior Olympics and and kept on moving my way up. Uh, made a couple national championships. I never really cracked into that like elite elite junior level. Um, mm -hmm. I was there you know, but, um, just had a love for it. So, so then, I, I do have a okay. quick follow. I do have a quick follow up, Ryan, just because this is a question I like to ask who scared you more doe or Julian. 
Ooh, that is a good question. I would say Julian when he was serious. When he <laughs> did, well, like at club, like did he always just coach Dryland for you guys, or did you get him in the water a lot? We, I would get him in the water a good bit too. Okay. And uh, I think when he would say less, he would just give you that point, like, take it up. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh, man, I have to go to three meter and chuck this now. <laughs> I just, like, vividly, like, we didn't get Julian a lot in the water, but you showed up, and if you had Julian in the water, it's like, oh, I'm going to get just crapped on today. I know it's, <laughs> yeah, that's, it's just funny. Like, Doe always intimidated me way more. Like the little hundred and ten pound woman could scare me with just a look. Yep. Now, now walk us through your recruiting process. Going to IU, what other schools you looked at, things like that. Yeah. So, um, Pitt was like, you know, just a humongous place in my heart. I remember diving, um, you know, alongside of some of the college divers, and they would come in. The way I would look up to them was just unbelievable. One of the things I always wanted was one of those Pitt Letterman jackets. <laughs> so that was that was a, a front runner for a long time. And then um, I was talking with Clemson, mm -hmm. and then towards the kind of it was late in the in the year, um, Indiana came into the mix as well. And I mean, really, that just blew my mind. As I said, I wasn't like the most elite diver. But to be talking on the phone with uh, Olympic coach Jeff Huber was, you know, unbelievable. So as I was narrowing it down, um, you know, I, I just kind of reached for what I thought might push me to my potential. Yeah. Um, I had had probably close to eight, eight years with the Krug family and, you know, they're unbelievable. And I'm like, hey, let's stretch a little bit, get out of Pittsburgh and, and push myself. So I chose Incredible. Indiana. Incredible. So here's my last follow-up on this topic is you've been fortunate to be able to help out Katie down there at Pitt as an assistant coach. Did you ever get that Pitt Letterman jacket? I never did get the Pitt Letterman <laughs> jacket. Maybe I could get like an honorary letter, you know, a little yeah, like, somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Like just get it framed. Come on, Katie, help him out. It's something he's yeah. always wanted. <laughs> nice. <laughs> All right, and then um, we have on here, what advice would you give to a young diver? Hmm, young diver. I would say really first knowing what you want um, and, and stretching, thinking way bigger than you ever could imagine. And then just putting in those little steps from there. Yeah. Cool. I love it. Um, yeah. So I like to ask people just, you know, what is something that you're passionate about, whether it's in the water or out of the water? Like what gets you up in the morning? Maybe it's your family or cooking, whatever it is. What is that thing for you? Yeah, great question. Um, a, a big thing of it, I really enjoyed the pool. I mean, obviously, since we're here, we're talking diving. There's just something about walking in to that pool early in the morning, smelling the chlorine. That's what has kept pulling me back to diving after all these years you know it's been a good long time now like 20 years since I was diving but um I just love to help where I can and add some value whether it's high school um helping to coach Pitt was amazing 
Um, but beyond that, I would say, since I'm not doing a ton of it right now, I love just doing anything, um, body movement, a little bit of working out, skiing, outdoors, love being outside. So combo of those things. Yeah, very good. Awesome. All right, Ryan, you don't, this is a question we don't force everybody to answer, but we like it. I like to put people on the spot. Who is your top <laughs> ranked diver in the United States? You can take it however you wish. Okay. Top ranked. Well, Instagram sends me a lot of Indiana stuff. So I'm going to go with Andrew Capabianco. Uh, yeah. And also has a tie to uh, Katie as well at Pitt. So yep. he, he yep. comes yeah. up a lot for me. So I'm going to yeah. go with him. Can't nice. go wrong with it. Can't go wrong yep. there. So, you know, Dylan Reed tipped us off to get you onto this podcast. And uh, he provided a lot of like background information, which was super helpful. And one thing he mentioned that you're just constantly smiling, always having a positive attitude, always bringing the energy. Why is that such an important part of, of what you do and who you are? Well, I think, I don't know about always the smile, but I do try <laughs> to bring, I try to bring good energy, especially into the pool. Um, and for me, it's, almost easier to get in there and focus and just know, you know, this next hour or this next hour and a half, two hours, let's bring it, let's bring the intensity and maximize it. So, you know, I think in that box in that time period, um, just really looking for the small wins, the good things that we have together in that moment. Love it. All right. And now Ryan, just walk us through, what did you study in school and what are you doing now? I studied business management, um, and right now I'm working with my family business. We have a distribution business where we sell facility items like sanitizer, disinfectant, um, toilet paper, basically anything to run a facility. A lot of schools and hospitals are um, typical customers that we serve. So, so, so you killed it with sanitizer during COVID. I was just going to say COVID <laughs> was pretty good to you. <laughs> yeah. Yes. COVID was insane. Um, yeah. Both in a good way and yeah. bad. Yeah, like they, absolutely. They talked about that uh, supply chain being broken. It, for us, it was crazy. Um, yeah. Just trying to get in anything we could get our hands on on the cleaning side. Um, that's wild. It was, it was pretty wild. Yeah. I re- I remember there was there was like a week or two weeks where everybody started just buying toilet paper like crazy. And yes. it was like, if you don't get it now, you're never gonna get it. And we're gonna be stuck inside <laughs> for months on end. And it was like when you mentioned that you know, you supply facilities with that, I was like, Oh man, that must have been absolutely wild. So COVID ever happens again, we call Ryan for toilet paper <laughs> and mass supply. Yes. Big and sanitary <laughs> supply for the TP. We got you. There nice. we go. <laughs> oh, that's too good. I so think you're up there, yeah, my bad. Sorry. I was just catching up on, uh, on where we're at here. Oh, sorry. Uh, back to the diving deal here. What did you take away the most or what did you learn the most from being on such a talented team at IU? We have come to know IU to be that gold standard and you were a big part of that as well. So what did that mean to you? Yeah, I mean, just being there meant meant a ton to me. Um, I had, you know, the luxury of rubbing elbows with a lot of Olympians while I was there. Um, Sarah Ryling, Hildebrand, Cassie Cardinal, Christina Lucas, 
Yeah. And then, you know, Jeff Huber and on the swimming side too, Ray Luz, who's just an incredible swimming coach. Um, and then as I was growing up too, Cassidy Krug, I dove, dove with her um, at Pitt. So the, the thing that I loved about that is um, just the little things that those Olympians would do, just the extra, um, I would call it Olympic stuff, like just the extra five minutes. Yeah that they would do. We would be done with practice and, and we'd walk to the hot tub or showers and you'd see Christina Lucas just like working on a, a twister come out, you know, just five minutes and then she would be done. So I think that intentional work is really what I took away. Um, if you know what you're working on, you know what you wanna do and you're putting intention behind it, mm. that just compounds. Yeah, I, th I like what you said there. And then I like this one is looking back at your time, what is your favorite memory from those years at IU? I think looking back, you think a lot about the people. Um, not a ton about like the dives and, and things like that, but probably just those fun moments, um, you know, running up the, the towers and, you know, joking around back there. Um, a couple like funny things with the coaches, probably some things that wouldn't fly anymore. Like one time <laughs> Jeff, Jeff asked me to do a cold turkey gainer three and a half on 10 meter to get everybody out of a Saturday practice. Nice. And, uh, and I'm like, really? And everybody's, you know, giving me the peer pressure to do it. And they're like, yeah, you just have to do it completely dry. You could do some flips on the side. So I'm like, I'm like, okay, I'll do it. And then I think I saw the fear in his face. Like, wait, he's seriously going to do it. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, that's probably not a good idea, but I so, did it. We all got out of practice and uh, we all went to breakfast after that. So it was great. <laughs> that's a good teammate. That's a good teammate. that will take one for the team. Take so one for the team. That's right. How'd the dive go? <laughs> It went, it went decent. It, went, I mean, it, it, went. it was in my, my realm of like how well I could do it. I think nice. I had some extra adrenaline too, relatively <laughs> up and down and uh, lived. <laughs> and uh, lived. I like it. No. I like it. And lived. No, thank you. <laughs> I struggle right now getting on the board. Uh, yeah, dry. No, no, nothing. No, no chance, especially on a big, scary one. Um. So what's one thing that you've learned as a diver and maybe as a coach as well that has stuck out to you throughout your life? I think uh, being a diver, it taught me to be patient with what you're working on. Um, you still want to be intentional. It's a word that I, I really like a lot with diving is yeah. having tension, but just be patient because anything that is going to be good is going to take a lot of time to build. And just put the pieces together, you know, just kind of build it brick by brick. Um, and I'd say that's one thing that I've taken away into life, into everyday life. Yeah. Good call. All right. Now, all right, now full disclosure about this next question. Either Dylan or Aaron added this. And I'm sad that I didn't think to add this because it's spot yeah. on. So being a father <laughs> of three, you pretty much help run your family business. 
how on earth are you finding times to do things to better yourself, work out, learn from others, work on with Dylan, but also, I mean, those are all important to me, but I want to know how do you find time to be a good dad and a good husband? Hmm. So I'd say off the bat, I, I try to start early. Cause if, if I get behind, then you're just chasing the day. All so right. I really start my day with some sort of movement, you know, getting up early, maybe getting to the gym, doing a little bit of something that I consider for myself. Um, and I think that is probably the key for me to be a better dad and a better husband and tackle on more things is putting some time into myself mm. so that I'm not pouring from an empty cup, like tired and hungry and all that stuff. Um, yeah. And I didn't always do that. It, it was tough for me to, it always felt selfish if I was going to do something for myself, but um I feel like I can give to others better. Yeah. That's what we we talk a lot about it where it's like, if you, if you don't take care of yourself, it's really hard to help take care of others. Yeah, definitely. I want to, I want to know how early is early. Like what, uh, what's your daily schedule looking like? Um, yeah, it's not like crazy early. I would say, I know people go way earlier, but I typically am like a four fifty alarm. Um, nice. Try to be up by like five, you know. Yeah. Um, have some stuff prepared, like some shoes and shorts or whatever I'm going to do for the day. Yeah. Be ready to go um, with the least amount of thinking. <laughs> so yeah. prepping it and uh, trying to prep myself for success. Yeah, I've been I've been doing a five a.m. where uh morning wake up and then just doing like yoga I, I have this uh this gal on youtube that i found she does like a, she's doing a 30-day yoga thing and and i'm so bad at working out and so bad and i just i'm unmotivated because i don't really have anything to train for and if i had something i'm sure it'd be better but i also don't really want to train for anything <laughs> but life as life gets longer and i get older i mean i need to be better to myself but yeah that's uh that 5 a.m. waking up to do yoga. It's honestly been one of the greatest additions to my 2024. I just, I feel better. My, my hips are notoriously tight and not in a good situation. So, you know, my knees, my hips, my whole body is, is a lot happier with me and uh, waking up early is not as hard as you think. Yeah. I'm glad you're feeling better. And I agree. You, you start to get used to it. Um, even on the weekend, sometimes it can be tough if you don't set an alarm to make it past like seven or 8 a.m. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I 630. I, there's no way I can't I can't get close <laughs> to seeing 7 a.m. without. Yeah. Being up for an hour. Um, so my next one here, what does success mean to you? Success um, in general. I would just say maxing your potential, um, whatever that might look like, even whatever arena in the pool, in school, um, any sports business is maximizing as, as much as you can and doing it on a consistent basis. Cause it's easy to be, especially for me, you know, a, a flash in the pan, have that motivation but to really chip at it consistently. That's success. 
Yeah. All right. And this one's kind of a thinker is what do you want to be known for? I can tell like just the way Dylan talks about you, you are have made a drastic impact on him personally. And I think that says a lot because Dylan is really paying that forward to others right now. And I think that's incredible. Um, but what do you want to be known for? Yeah, overall, um, I would say just a, a generous leadership in life. Um, to be a change maker, you know, to make a difference, um, coaching in whatever aspect it is, whether it's, you know, diving, my family, and even what I do in business, um, coaching our sales reps and coaching other custodial crews, um, just doing it with a, a positive attitude, always looking for something to learn, um, just being curious about some new things. I would say if if I could wrap that in into being known for that, I would be a happy man. Perfect. All right. So I would, this is just off the cuff. You know, we've mentioned Dylan Reed. He, uh, he was the one who uh, prompted you to come on. Give us your best Dylan story. I want to hear, you know, what, whatever one comes <laughs> to your head, let's, let's get it going. Ooh. The, the things that I think about most are when he, he hits a dive and there's been a couple good ones that, that I've had the chance to coach him on. And he just like quietly swims over. He knows it's good. <laughs> there's this one front three and a half and probably similar to a Julian Krug. I was just standing there with my arms up, just pumped for him. So happy to see this. And I just kept them up the whole time. He came out of the pool. He finally looked over. It was like two minutes later and uh, just seeing the joy from all that work that he's built and, and put into that. And, um, but it, he knew it was good. And then he was just nonchalantly swimming away. <laughs> <laughs> all right. And then let's talk just a little bit about your career. The you've been a three-time all American. Why don't you just share with us maybe some of the dives that stuck out to you, or maybe a memory that stuck out to you during one of those performances? Yeah, I think, um, one that really stood out to me was a U.S. Nationals that I had a, a great meet on three meter. And it was the first time I made U.S. National Finals. Um, just a really cool experience, you know, being at night and all the big introductions. Um, that was a great experience. And then um, really one of my last meets, it was at it was NCAAs. We were on tower. And I just remember pretty vividly, Coach Huber was like, all right, we have one more. And it was a, a back two and a half, uh, back two and a half with one and a half twists. And I had that extra adrenaline. He's like, don't leave it short. And I swung my arms and jumped up, had an extra, you know, pop to it. And I'm squaring out and I'm like, oh man, I'm a little bit high. <laughs> and I just watch it slowly go by, you know, just a little bit. Some of that, uh, butt splash flying up and uh i was like oh no did i go too far over and i looked over to him he's like oh you're good so that was another big final for me at ncaa's um just a, a nice way to close that college career for me um awesome and soak in the moment too was awesome incredible cool. all right and then i'm supposed to ask you about <laughs> airplanes and your son flying airplanes are you flying with them just talk to us a little bit about that 
Yeah, the airplane thing has been great. My, I have a son who's 17, Luke, and he just got his student pilot license. Dang. Yeah, he on his 16th birthday, he soloed. So he <laughs> has been just driven to be a pilot for the last couple of years. And luckily, he has um, pulled me along with him. We went to this great, um, kind of like an airplane expo, I guess, at Oshkosh, Wisconsin. We camped out. We did all kind of flying stuff. Um, but I'll, I'll get to hop in with him and take some cruises around Pittsburgh, um, just fly and watch him learn. And the craziest thing for me is literally giving him the control because yeah. I can't fly a plane. So I am dependent <laughs> on my 17 year old son to uh, keep us in the air, land appropriately and uh, keep us alive. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Like see my brain, like we have an eight month old and I'm like, okay, fast forward 16, 17 years. There's no way I'm going to look at him and be like, all right, I changed your diapers. I watched all the stupid mistakes you've made. You got a plane and you got my life in your hands. Have at it, buddy. <laughs> like, you're, that's wild. That's so I cool. know. It has been nuts. And for now, at least, full disclosure, he does have a, a uh, training pilot with him. Okay. So All I, right. That helps. That helps. Yeah. Yeah. So if anything goes crazy, there's another pilot in there. But yeah, just seeing that learning process has been great. Um, and if I could squeeze out some, some cool moments with him, um, I'm happy to do it. Awesome. That's, that's, that's really impressive. I I know there's a lot of like hours that goes into that and getting that you said student license and then further. I know it just takes a long time and it's a lot of dedication. That's really cool. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm very impressed. And all of it has been driven by Luke too. Like he signed up for this um, Beaver community college. Like he's brought it all to us. He's like, all right, I just need you to sign here and, and I'm good to go. So nice. none of it has been pushed. Um, and that actually, it reminds me, that's how I was with diving. Once mm. I started to discover yeah. that, I was like, hey, mom, dad, can I go to practice tonight? Can I do another one? Can I do another one? So I see some similarities there. That's really cool. So my my last one before we get into the signature questions, we got we to gotta nerd out a little bit about golf. Dylan oh, says nice. you're, you're a golf guy. You know, so give me the lowdown. What is the Pittsburgh golf scene like? And um, I mean, are you any good? Are you any good? Uh, <laughs> by, by the silence, you can tell I'm not great. <laughs> I, I really love going on a good walk. I'm normally around, uh, what would I shoot? Maybe like 85 to 90 is my that's golf not sport. No, that's good. That's yeah, good. That's, that's decent. I could, I could play a little bit. Have some birdies here and there. Um, but I think a, a lot of like what goes on, just enjoying the outdoors, building some community. I think that's super cool. Yeah. Um, and a, a great atmosphere to spend four hours with some good people. Um, but I love the Pittsburgh golf scene. There's there's a lot of great clubs, a lot of public courses. Um, I play a lot with my brother, Sean, too. Cool. He goes to uh, Nemecolon Country Club and you know, I'm always happy to join him there. So yeah. 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 That's awesome. Good stuff. I'm a huge golf nerd. I mean, the only other podcast that I really divulge into is the no laying up golf podcast. They do like five different spinoffs of it too. 
and I just like, I'm so immersed in them and their stories and who they are. And, you know, one of their, their big things, they have a YouTube uh, series called strapped where they're strapped for cash. They had two okay. guys and they, they have 500 bucks and they need to play three rounds of golf. They need to stay in whatever hotel or Airbnb they can find and they need to eat. So they got to pay for their golf, their food and their lodging for two people less than 500 bucks. And it's every time it's like, they are scraping the bottom of the barrel. They're, <laughs> they're, they're, you know, trying to eat hot dogs and, and just, it's, it's a really fun, cool, just that's what golf is. You're just out there with your buddies and it's always just a great time. Are we going to host a diving pod? Uh, golf Oh, that's that. an idea. That's actually a great idea. Writing it down that's a, now. Yes, that's a great idea. That would be super fun because it doesn't have to be anywhere. It can travel. Yeah. That's going to happen. All right, we'll get into our signature questions now. Um, we don't treat failure like it's a bad thing, more of an opportunity for growth. So from that perspective, what would you say your favorite failure has been? Hmm, favorite failure. I mean – Diving, that comes up a, a lot when I think back in the day of, uh, you know, a, a ton of fails just to <laughs> to get it going, to get a dive up and down. Um, yeah, I, I would say I'm thinking diving, of course, we're, we're on that track. One of my harder dives for me was a, a double out on three meter. Mm. Had a lot, a lot of tough days, you know, back and forth with that couple tough moments I remember getting uh kicked out of practice early too after a couple too many box <laughs> so sticking with that and just failing you know again and again but then making it happen um I guess that patience to push through yeah for sure and then um you know what are you doing to improve whether that's in business life anything one of the things I again I try to into myself where I can and it, it's hard for me because just being like family guy I feel like I do a lot for my my kids um but where I can improve I, I get to the gym early mornings and I try to listen to a positive podcast mm. and then track that so I was just reflecting on the year mm -hmm. and I saw that I did 209 workouts Wow. And just about all of those, I listened to a positive podcast too, to just put some good stuff in my head and start the day right. Um, cool. Yeah, I go, go that route. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, and then specifically with diving, what's your why? Why do you love the sport so much? Yeah, great question. I would say for me, it was more of a feeling always personally. So it, I wasn't like, the most, you know, ruthless competitor. Of course, it's fun when you win and when it comes together, but it was always just that great feeling of like even simple stuff like a reverse dive and just that weightless feeling for a second. And then knowing you crush the entry, I'm like, sweet, let's do it again. So being able to help somebody through that and see them maximize and just hit their potential and come up just so proud of what they've yeah, done that's that's what i really love about coaching um and helping athletes cool final yeah. one this one comes from katie you guys can talk about that later but what is your spirit animal oh spirit animal 
First one coming to mind is an eagle. Nice. That's <laughs> me too. Let's go. Yes. An eagle. Yeah. I'm being up high. And then if I could have the vision too, to see how far and then some clarity, like, all right, I'm just chilling in the air and there's a fish down there and just take action and go for it. Love that. Yes. All right, Ryan, favorite drill. Favorite drill. Oh, it's definitely going to be reverse one and a half on three meter, whether it's Tucker Pike, just working on come outs and entries. Yep. Yep. Like that one. All right. Best advice given and or received. Hmm. Best advice given. That might be a tough one. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Let's go with received. And this, I've been thinking about diving, of course, a bunch. So I'm going to think of uh, Coach Huber. And I would drive him crazy if I didn't have some pace to my walk. And uh, he would say, you know, I wasn't moving fast enough. And even if I came super early to practice um, and I was, you know, lollygagging to get to the mats and stretch. um, So walking fast, like I have a purpose and I'm going somewhere comes up a lot for me. All right. Who would you like to hear us interview next? Oh, I think I, I shared one of my old coaches who is just an amazing man. Um, Tom Morris, uh, IU and now, uh, Penn state strength coach. Yes. Yes. He, he and I have been reconnecting and he has an awesome course out too. That's focused around gratitude. Um, and just the small things in life. And he and I've just been jiving and talking about that. And, um, he's fired up and, and he's a guy that I would definitely recommend talking with. I still, I still have to text him. I have not been good at following up. I will text him tomorrow. I won't forget this time. So, yes, I will follow up with him. All right, and then my last question for you is, what questions are Aaron and I not asking that we should be? Hmm, what are we missing here? Maybe, like, some diving games, the, the fun stuff. Um, what are some of the crazy things that teammates do have done what have you seen um <laughs> some, some of that stuff is always fun it makes me think of the uh indiana diving bloopers yes so, i well, watched that yes video oh, so many so much. times well so i actually have a funny one for you ryan and, and not a lot of people will know this because since pitt had their pool remodel now the gutters are a little more even with the pool mm-hmm. but do you remember how the gutters used to be really high yes so Julian, it, it was Julian let us screw around one day and he put the ropes down. And so Aaron, they have ropes that hang from seven and a half meter. Okay. And so like you'd climb up on whatever. Well, one day for some reason, I thought it'd be a really good idea. So I ran off three meter thinking like it's going to make this arc. And I was going to try <laughs> to fall in the lane line that was on like the far side. For some reason, my brain just didn't let go of the rope. So I just crushed <laughs> myself into the wall. And I like I was okay. I like get out, but this is like such a Julian moment. I get out and like I'm like, oh, that hurts so bad. <laughs> and he walks over and like you know you you just ran into a like concrete tile wall. Your coach is running over. I'm thinking he's gonna be like, hey, you okay? 
No, he just walks over and goes, that was stupid. I'm like, yeah, it was. <laughs> like, yeah, it was. He's like, why didn't you let go? I was like, I don't know. I, I like wanted to, but my brain just said, nah, hold on and take this wall to the face. <laughs> but it's like some of those stories I'm like, I forgot about until you say like, oh, Indiana diving bloopers. And I'm like thinking of like them throwing the kid off five meter together and all that stuff, which is just wild. Yeah, yeah those, uh, those are a lot of fun moments. Yeah, that's incredible. Well, yeah. um, that's all my questions. I just wanted to say thank you so much for joining us, Ryan. I'm definitely going to stay in touch with you as long as that's okay, because Dylan yeah. just speaks so highly of you and you just brought the energy. Like sometimes we get on the podcast and it's like, oh, like we interview people. And it's like, all right, like we got to get through. We got to get through. And Aaron and I will text each other like, all right, next one. What do we do with this? Like this was an easy conversation and you're just awesome. Like I'm actually the biggest disappointment I have is I never knew who you were until like i talked to dylan and i'm like how did i not know who you were in like the pennsylvania area like what high school did you go to i went to tj oh yeah okay yeah South Hills guy. yeah yep. like like i went to butler and it's like how did i not know that like you were in the whippeal like that blows my mind that i didn't know that so like I was a mad little at myself you, that's all right <laughs> no like i i you got to know the people that came before you so but thank you so much for joining us tonight and i'll uh, hand it over to rooney yeah, thank you for having me. I was honored to be on with you guys. I really appreciate it. Yeah, no worries. So if you're out there listening, hit us up on Instagram. We are at the diving pod. Our email is thedivingpod at gmail.com. Hit us up with questions. Um, also, another sponsor, Cowing Robards. They do our online store. Just head over to divingpod.itemorder.com. You can see for yourself what is on that store. They are we've been told by Dylan Reed, the most comfortable <laughs> sweatshirts in the world. So whether it's a hoodie, a t-shirt, a hat, whatever you need, just enter dive pod at checkout. I'll pay for your shipping wherever it is. Um, once again, Ryan, appreciate you coming on. Thank you so much for joining us. It was a pleasure to meet you and can't wait to just, you know, continue to foster the relationship in the future. Definitely. Thank you both. All right. Yep. We'll see you next time.